0: Hi there. Welcome to Laughter and Libations. I'm Shanil, and this is podcast episode number 54. This episode is Laughing Matters. It's the end of the month episode for January. That means it's time to celebrate, mix up the libation of the month, rant about random things that I find funny, and wrap up by answering questions received throughout the month from listeners like you. I have to admit, (laughs) starting out... I forgot to say something very important in the previous episode. This is season three. And actually, the last episode was the first episode of season three. I never actually said it when I recorded it. And I don't know. I don't know why I forgot. You know now. (laughs) And that's my first celebration for this month. I've been celebrating since Friday, it's Tuesday, and I'm still not done celebrating. (laughs) What's your first celebration for the new year? What did you start this month? Perhaps it's a new job, a new school, a new exercise program. You know, that's popular. (laughs) Who doesn't do that in January? What did you stop this month? If you didn't start something this month, Maybe you stopped something. Perhaps it was a behavior or a way of thinking, something that you know has been holding you back and has caused you to get off track and move in the direction you really don't want to go in. If you started something new or stopped something old, take a moment and celebrate that. Go to the nearest mirror. Look at yourself. Smile. Laugh. Give yourself a high five for moving forward. You should not take that for granted. Taking the first step is always the hardest. Now, just keep on moving. If you find it difficult to identify something that you can celebrate for January, it's okay. It's really okay. Forget about what happened this month. Instead, focus on this moment. Where are you right now? Are you at home? Then celebrate having a space that's your own sanctuary. Are you visiting someone? Then celebrate that relationship. Are you taking a walk? Or are you on your regular running path? Celebrate having the energy to walk or run. Wherever you are, take a moment to notice your surroundings. What do you see? A plant, flowers, a painting, pictures? Do you smile when you see those things? Do you feel calm, peaceful, joyful when you see those things? Celebrate whatever comes to you. Form the habit of checking in with yourself. Doing this often helps increase your self-awareness. And this is one thing that can help you discover how, when, and even why laughter and joy show up in your life. The Libation of the Month is a Lemon Drop Martini. It's not my go-to martini, however I had one yesterday. I enjoyed it and decided I would come home and make one for myself. I'm tweaking a recipe or two to my taste and I'm sure it's going to be delicious. So let's talk about the glass first. Obviously you need a chilled martini glass. If you need to do it quickly, add ice, add ice and water, add ice and soda water, all those methods will work. If you're like me, you try to keep one in the fridge. All right. (laughs) So next, let's talk about the ingredients. You need vodka. You need contro, You need fresh lemon juice and simple syrup. It's best to make that simple syrup yourself. Don't buy it. And obviously it's best to have fresh squeezed lemon juice. So if you can do it yourself, wonderful. And the thing to know about this is we are going to do this in two steps. We're gonna start with doing a sugar rim for our glass and then we'll get on with mixing. You can use any sugar that you like. I'm using turbinado sugar because I like the flavor. You might like another sugar, use whatever you like. I have put a good bit of the sugar on a flat plate and you should do the same. I've got my lemon wedge. And I'm going to rub this lemon wedge along the rim of the glass. And I'm only going halfway because I'm only doing half of a sugar rim. You can go all the way if you like. And then carefully drop your glass into the sugar and work your way around the rim. Get as much coating as you like. And when you're satisfied that you have what you want, you can stop. I don't like a lot of sugar. I don't like things to be too sweet. So I don't have a whole lot of sugar on mine. I have a little bit. And I'm going to set the glass off to the side I wanna be careful, make sure I don't hit it. And now we're going to move on to the recipe and the mixing. You will need your shaker, you need ice. And let's talk about the ingredients again. You're going to use two ounces of vodka, one and a half ounces of lemon juice, a quarter of an ounce of simple syrup, a quarter of an ounce of Contra, that's it. So let's go. We're gonna add ice. I'm adding two ounces of vodka, one and a half ounces of fresh lemon juice, a quarter of an ounce of Contro, and I actually am not going with a quarter of an ounce of simple syrup. I'm going to do about half because I don't actually want mine to be too sweet. All right, it's time to shake. I was having a little bit of a problem getting that lid off, and I'm actually going to strain this into the glass. Since I have fresh lemon juice, I don't want to get any pulp in here, I I feel like there shouldn't be anyway, but just in case, I'm straining. All right, it looks good to me. And I am garnishing with a lemon twist. I tried to get a little fancy. Oh no, it fell in. All right, that's okay. (laughs) I'll take it. It's beautiful anyway now for the taste I'm gonna do a taste without the sugar rim first it's good it's not too tart slightly sweet now I'm gonna taste with the sugar it's great I don't need a lot of sugar I definitely recommend doing a half sugar rim if you don't like things to be too sweet you just you just need a touch of sweetness here and it gives it a good balance I'm really liking this and I hope you do too. Cheers. I have three rants this month. The first rant is about crazy posts on Instagram. (laughs) You know, I like to talk about Instagram a lot on the podcast. Why? Because there's always something crazy happening. You already know that the podcast is two years old this month. I created a couple of videos to help share this accomplishment on Instagram. And over the weekend, I posted, I don't know, two reels or three reels. I'm not really sure. I have to go back and look. I did several things. I did several stories and several reels, but there are two reels in particular. And I think that I'm focused on right now. And those are the first two I think that I posted. When Woody, my husband, saw the videos, he wanted to share them on his social media accounts, which I love. He does this all the time. And he asked me to show him which two I had just done, which I did. And he wanted to post them to Facebook because that's what he prefers. In fact, he posts far more than I do on Facebook. My relationship with Facebook is on and off, mostly off. I do check in from time to time to see what my family and friends are doing and to share happy birthday wishes and things like that, but most of the time, I'm not there. Woody posts most of the pictures of our family, so he knows how to navigate Facebook really well. However, when it comes to Instagram, it's another story. I thought he knew the basics, but I was wrong. (laughs) It's hit or miss for him. And this time was a miss. He intended to post both of my reels to his stories. I guess I should have helped him. I didn't. He did it all by himself. I should have paid attention, but I was busy doing my thing. Thank goodness for one of Felipe's friends. Felipe is our oldest son. One of Felipe's friends was paying attention And she reached out to Felipe and suggested that he show his father how to post stories because obviously something had gone wrong. I couldn't imagine what had gone wrong. The process of posting a reel to your stories is pretty straightforward, or at least I think it is. Felipe happened to be visiting, and this is when his friend reached out to let him know, hey, something funny is going on with you. Your father's stories. So, of course, we were curious to see what happened. Felipe goes to Instagram and finds his father's stories. I see my first video and everything looks as it should. But when Felipe taps the screen, the next story comes up and it's the same video. He taps again and it's the same video. Tap, same video, tap, same video. (laughs) I mean, this goes... On and on. I'm not really sure how many times he posted the video. It had to be at least six times. It was crazy. It didn't end there. Felipe tapped again, and the second video plays. Tap, same video, tap, same video, tap same video, adjusted a little to the right, tap, same video, adjusted a little to the left. I mean, it just was crazy. We fell out laughing. We couldn't help it. And I suppose we could have said, hey, delete those things, take them down. But why? It was hilarious to us. So we left it. In all, I think Woody posted the same two videos, maybe Oh, I don't know, 10, 12 times. I guess he wanted to make sure my videos got out there for the world to see. And I appreciate his support. He just needs another tutorial on posting to Instagram. And by the way, if you haven't seen the Instagram page for the podcast, you should definitely check it out. There's some fun stuff. You'll definitely laugh. Now on to... The second rant. And since I'm talking about Woody, I'm going to continue. Woody gives me lots of good material. He's just funny like that, which I love. (laughs) Anyway, this rant stars Woody too. Earlier this month, we purchased a Google Nest Hub Max. I wanted it because my mom has one and she uses it to communicate with us most of the time. I think she uses it more than her phone, honestly. And it's pretty easy. I get it. It's a large screen. It sits on her desk. And finally, I just said, hey, I want to get one too. We purchased it and Woody was supposed to set it up. But for some reason, I ended up doing it myself. I added all of my information, emails, um, favorite contacts, Display preferences, links to favorite apps, you know, the drill, the whole setup. I completed the entire process and one of the steps is for voice recognition. After I completed the process, I put the device on one of the kitchen counters and tested it by making a video call to my mom. Everything seemed to be working well, so I went on my way. A couple of days later, Woody and I are in the kitchen talking and he decides he wants to call mom. This is his first time using the device, and once again, I thought he knew the basics. (laughs) He leans in close to the screen like it's a microphone and says, call mom. Nothing happens. He says it again. Nothing happens. I'm tickled. I smile and quickly explain how to use it. He doesn't want my help. He says, okay, okay, I've got it. Then he says, hey, Google call mom. Google is like, nope. I don't remember exactly what Google said, but it was something like, I don't recognize your voice. (laughs) Woody was so frustrated. He waved it off and went on about how it's not working right. After I finished laughing, because you know I was laughing, I explained that He needed to set up the voice recognition. So we go through the process. He tries again. And this time he says, call mom. Nothing happens. I can't help it. I start laughing again because he does this so often. He forgets to say, hey Siri, hey Alexa, or hey Google. He just gives a command and expects it to happen (laughs) just like that. I still laugh when I recall how when we got our um, Alexa uh, Dot, I think it that's what it was called at that point. He kept calling Alexa by the wrong name and then he would get frustrated when nothing would happen. I'd say his relationship with technology is not always the best. I really think he needs to slow down a little too impatient. Do you have people in your life that are like that, where they're trying their best to use these devices and things, but really they lack patience and they're moving really fast. They hit too many buttons and it just gets completely out of control. (laughs) Yes. You say, yes, you know, those people. Well, yes, Woody falls in that category. And it's funny every time. Okay, let me go on to the third rant. I am going to move away from technology challenges and shift gears a little bit. At the beginning of the year, it's popular to set health goals. I can name, oh, one, two, three, four. Five people I know right off who began the year with a commitment to change something to improve health. In the last episode, I shared that I'd be changing my diet to eat more raw fruits and vegetables. It's week five, and I'm thinking I'm doing really well with my juicing, blending, eating raw foods until I talk to my brother. Yes. I have a brother. Didn't I mention that in a previous episode? I'm sure I did. If I didn't, well, now you know. (laughs) I have a brother. I also have a sister, but I'm not talking about her today. I'm talking about my brother, Arnold. Don't tell him I'm talking about him. Shh, he might flip out. I don't really know. (laughs) No, I figure he'll probably be okay. He'll get over it. He's a couple of years old. Older than I am, and he thinks, well, I think he believes that that makes him wiser, whatever. We compared notes about our strategies for healthier eating. It turns out that most of what we're doing is very similar. I prefer spinach salads with kale sprouts. He prefers kale salads and a bit of spinach. I prefer green tea every day with an occasional coffee. He prefers coffee every day with green tea. I prefer a mixed berry smoothie. He prefers blueberry. I started taking probiotics. He started taking garlic pills. I take CoQ10 every day. He takes CoQ10 every day. I take apple cider vinegar occasionally. He takes some flavored apple cider vinegar, something he found somewhere, every single day. And then, This is where the similarities stop. He ingests beets every day in some form or another. What? Uh, oh, but no, 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 no. I want nothing to do with beets in any form on any day. I Really don't like beets, okay? It's up there with okra and onions. I just I just can't, I can't do it. Why? 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 Why did he tell me all of the great benefits that beets offer? He knew it would be hard for me to ignore this information. So guess what? I went to the store, found some beets. Yes, I did. I purchased them. I came home, and guess what? I've been adding them to my smoothie for the past week. (sighs) I expected to want to hurl after tasting the smoothies. Surprise, surprise. I couldn't even taste the beets. That's crazy, right? He was right that adding the beets really wasn't a big deal. Now I'm going to have to call him back and say, oh, your suggestion was really good one. And I'm so glad that you shared all that wonderful information with me. And and I'm just thrilled now that, you know, beats are part of my everyday life. (laughs) It's time for questions and answers. And remember, if you have a question, about the podcast, about podcasting, anything about increasing laughter or increasing joy, you know, any of those things, please reach out. I love questions. Send them. You never know. I might feature it on the next episode. Or I might even throw it on Instagram. You just never know. It depends on what it is. Whatever it is, I will answer. One way or another, I will answer. So, send your questions. I'm waiting. <laughs> okay, let's get to the question. It's about the podcast. There's a comment and a question. The podcast has a lot of episodes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, let me get serious. Oh, not, not too serious though. <laughs> yes, I crack myself up a lot. The podcast has a lot of episodes. I listened to the latest episode and wonder if I should continue from here or go back to the first episode. Where do I start? Okay, great question. First, there's no wrong approach. The approach that works for you is the right approach. And I really mean that. I believe people come to things when they need to. You come into information when you need it. You come into information when you're ready for it. Or, well, maybe you're not ready for it, but you need it. It's time. And I know exactly how this listener feels. When I go to podcasts and discover that there are, oh, I don't know, hundreds of episodes, it can be really overwhelming. And then you don't know if you want to start at the very beginning Or if you want to start with the most recent episode and it varies, you know, what I usually do after I get over the fact that I feel like I've been living in another galaxy, not to have known about the podcast, (laughs) you know, it's got hundreds of episodes. Where have I been? I typically listen to the very first episode. What I do next depends on the type of podcast. If it's a self-help kind of podcast, Then I search the titles to see what captures my attention. If I'm focused on a particular thing, you know, maybe I look for an episode that focuses on that subject. I trust that I naturally will find exactly what I need. You should do the same. That's what I recommend. If I don't see something that just naturally grabs my attention, I tend to listen to the episodes in order. And not worry about the fact that there are hundreds of them and, oh, wow, I'm so behind. Behind what? It's your journey. It's my journey. We can move at our own pace. Decide what works for you and just go with it. Don't overthink it. I always think it's a good idea to listen to the first episode, though. It's key because that, of course, is usually where the podcaster tells you what it's about. It's the what, the why, you know, all of that, the things that you really want to know going in and then move on from there. And as for this podcast, if you're coming to this podcast new, keep in mind that the episodes are usually about 15 minutes or less. There are a few that are longer, but not super long so that means it doesn't take that long to listen to one episode, and that is by design. I like to keep them short. I'd say I'd like to keep them as long as they need to be, and not a minute longer. I want you to be able to listen to an entire episode in one session, if possible. That's another reason why I like to keep it short. And I do understand the value of time. And most of the time people feel that they're too busy. If you run into a podcast episode and it's an hour or more, sometimes you can't listen to it all in one session. That is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. I'm just not on that end of the spectrum. At least not yet. I'm still in that 15-minute zone. It also means it's easy to binge. If you've got 30 minutes, you might be able to listen to 2, 3, or even 4 episodes of this podcast because so many of the episodes are so short. So consider that. Don't let it overwhelm you. Follow your own instincts, and you will choose the right approach for you. Thank you for listening. Connect with me on Instagram at Laughter and Libations. Connect with me on the blog at laughterandlibations.com or send me an email at laughsandlibs at gmail.com. Subscribe or follow the podcast wherever you're listening today and introduce the podcast to someone you think will enjoy it or find it helpful. Until the next time, find what makes you laugh. And joy will find you.